let's speak to a long-term friend of Code Talk. Hi, I'm Ian Thane. Welcome to another SAP Code Talk. And as I said in the intro, let's speak, or oh, let's go back to a long-term friend of Code Talk, Thomas Young. Tom, thanks for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. And thanks back in your den as well. And we were catching up on some new figures, but uh, yeah. we'll do that on another Code Talk. Um, as I said, you're a long-term uh, friend of Code Talk. You've you've done quite a few on uh, SAP HANA with us. Uh, so I thought it'd be great if we had you back and you could tell us a little bit more for the developer, what the features of SPSO3 are. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we've got a little bit of switch here where we're going to uh, to one release a year of uh, HANA SPSs. So they, they tend to be a little, little bigger. Um, and we just recently had our one for this year, our SPSO3 um, came out in the in the May timeframe. So still, still pretty fresh uh, for, for most people. Uh, I imagine many people maybe haven't had a chance to try it out yet. Um, you know, it, it is available um, in HANA Express uh, now as well. Um, but, um, uh, you know, it, it's one of those where we're starting to get a little bit more mature now with the with the XSA and the Web IDE stuff. So, you know, where the past couple we've had these these major, major investment of, of some some new feature now SPS three comes along and there's a lot of smaller features, a lot of rounding out of features. Um, and I think one of the major themes is probably looking at, you know, cloud foundry and how we have the, the experience in cloud foundry for, for doing development. And it's a very similar experience on premise with XSA and making sure that maybe some of those, um, some of those gaps, that we had between the two um, are, are closed. So like you see, we introduced the messaging service uh, for XSA on-premise. And um, uh, that is basically a port over of the messaging service that we have in, in Cloud Foundry. Um, Python support, which we'll talk more about a, a little bit later, but the, you know, uh, bringing some of the, um, uh, the alternative build packs into primary support on-premise, that's, uh, uh, that's a pretty powerful move. So, so we're really conscious of that—that uh, that, that people want to do development, both in the cloud and on-premise and hybrid, and they don't want to have to recode everything to move between the environments. Um, you know, that was the whole point of XSA and Cloud Foundry. But you know, finding some of those bumps in the road that that people encounter along the way when they're doing that and and removing those—that that was a major feature of SPSO3. Okay, so I will get to uh, Python, but I want to yeah. get uh, just before we get there. I want to ask you about WebIDE for for Hannah. What sort of the the new features that we've got there? Yeah. Um, so one of the most requested things that people talk about or ask us about on the WebIDE is make it make it easier to understand all the uh, all the wiring and and the MTA YAML file and uh, just make it easier to get started. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're not we're not done doing that with SPSO3, but we started a, a few things. Actually, we, we started last year with SPSO2 by introducing a form-based editor to the MTA YAML to, to give it a little more structure. And then you see some improvements to that in SPSO3, where now we're adding more values to the to the drop-down list boxes and, and value helps to, you know, just just 
and make it easier because there's a lot of new concepts there. The idea of, of service brokers and wiring services together and routes and things like that. And it can be really overwhelming to people at, at first. So we're trying to put some, you know, wizards and, and editors and things like that to, to help with the process. Uh, but one of the, the most requested things was um, when people are doing database development and they need to access another schema or another container. It's a really complicated, you know, process of, of a couple files that you have to edit. You know, you have to have grants and you have to have a user provided service and everything. The names of everything have to line up. And it's not it's not that hard once you get the hang of it. But for uh, people new to the environment, which is most everybody, it, it can be a lot to learn. So we introduced a, a new service creation wizard. So, you know, typical pop-up wizard, ask you a few questions, you fill in the blanks, and boom, it generates a whole bunch of stuff for you. It generates the user-provided service, it generates the grantor file, it edits the uh, the MTA YAML for you, and I think um, that that's a really good step in the right direction. We have a few more of those types of wizards planned uh, for the for the future as well, but that's a, that's a great first introduction. Okay, let's get back to the the Python question. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so Python. So probably the biggest addition to XSA. So come on, give me some more information about it. Give the viewers a, a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's important for a couple of reasons, and one of which is it fulfills a promise that we had from the beginning is that XSA would be extensible, that we'd add more languages and runtimes over time, that it, it was built on a foundation that we could plug in additional runtimes and um you know we can say that but until we actually do that the first time and and, and extend one you know it's all just you know, it's all just marketing talk but but now we've done it we've added another runtime to the environment we've proven all those all those things we said you know is is viable you know and 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 then the other aspect of it is why did we add python well you know we saw that growing in popularity um you know Python in the machine learning space and uh, uh, just the just the general appeal of of the language. Um, uh, you know, we saw the the desire of our developer community to have it added. Uh, so so we're doing that. And, you know, and it takes something that we, we've had. Bring your own language, bring your own runtime support for, for many build packs. And now we've promoted this one up so that it's it's directly uh, supported by SAP, and that means that we added a bunch of libraries uh, mm -hmm. to Python as well for connecting to, to HANA. We have that for a lot of languages, but then, you know, audit logging and instance management and, and, and all these other convenience uh, libraries are, are now added to the Python environment. The build pack is is delivered in standard, but it is a little different than Node or Java. So, so Node and Java, we deliver the runtime itself and, and we provide primary support for the runtime mm -hmm. with python we supply the build pack which means the infrastructure to to start and stop and and deploy python we don't supply a python runtime so you still have to download compile and install your own python runtime that does mean if you want support for the what goes on inside the python runtime you still have to go to the community for that so it's a it's a little different support model than the node or java but still uh, a higher rung of support than, say, the the bring your own language uh, kind of uh, status that it had before. Okay, so we've we've touched on just a few things for SPS03, and obviously there's some new stuff. And what's what's what do we need uh, other than new stuff? You need some learning materials. Yeah. And I guess you guys have been really busy. So 
you want to just sort of point the, the developers that are watching in the right direction for, and tell them what you've been working on, where they can see it? Yeah, yeah, we've got a couple of things, of course, um, in HANA product management, uh, the team I'm on, uh, we always do some webinars uh, and they've already taken place, uh, you know, webinars per, per topic. We did like a developer webinar, an hour long webinar. Um, it's recorded though. You can go out and, and, and get it, uh, rewatch it. Um, so, so that's a nice introduction to all the new features. You know, each topic gets a few minutes to, to describe their features. It's a great overview. We also did blogs on the SAP community site. Um, uh, we did a developer specific blog. We did a couple of them and I did like one umbrella one to tie them together. Um, there, uh, you know, we've got some, some ones specifically on Python. I did some ones on other XSA and WebID features. Rich Heilman did some on the new SQL script features. There's a whole bunch of new SQL script language features with code samples and stuff like that in it. Um, and then uh, uh, Rudy did one on uh, Han Express and, and some of the new features specific to Han Express. So that can be a, a, a great uh, learning resource as well. Of course, we have uh, TechEd coming up, um, uh, which we can talk more about in the future. But uh, we're right now we're spending a lot of time preparing new SBS three materials for uh, for TechEd. So great place to go to get hands ons with that. And then, um, uh, of course, the major thing that we normally do for the HANA developers, we normally do an open SAP course, uh, mm -hmm. and we tend to do those in the uh, in the late. Uh, uh, Late months of the year usually comes out in the November timeframe. Uh, we're actually going to delay it a little this year. Uh, we have some major new uh, functionality for developers coming to the HANA environment in the October timeframe, planning for the October timeframe, which we'll talk more about at TechEd. And we wanted to delay the Open SAP course uh, to the start of next year, so to be in Q1 of 2019, so that we can not only cover SPS3, but also this cool new stuff uh, around the uh, new application programming model um, that you may have heard about if you went to Sapphire, read some of the blogs that, that, that's just now being rolled out. That's coming to on-premise as well. And, and we want to do an open SAP course, like I said, that encompasses all the new SPSL3 stuff and the, the new uh, new programming model. So you'll have to wait just a just a couple more months than, than normal to get that. But, uh, but then we'll have a big uh, uh, multi-week open SAP course for you early in uh, 2019. So basically, you've not been busy. So, <laughs> Tom, thanks for joining us. I'm yeah, sure. And we will get back to you on that subject of delving a little bit deeper on what's, what you guys are sort of heading towards for TechEd. So thanks again for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me.